It's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. Roll the dice. Accept your movie fate. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sean and Kevin's Kevin's Infinite Infinite Movie Crisis. We'll fix it in post. It's fine. Moving on. That was terrible. Wow. That was our worst one yet. We are (laughs) all over the place today. But guys, welcome back to the movie movie podcast. We got a fun one today, Kevin. Would you say we have a fun one? No, I would not say we have a fun one. I think we have a fun one. (laughs) Actually, yeah. It's like we got a good one. There's there's both very little to talk about and a lot to talk about. Agreed. Oh, that is a perfect way to summarize my feelings on this. Which is why we've also brought in a special guest, our first guest on the podcast. Our first first guest pert. Our Our first first guest pert. Somebody we we saw who we picked and we're like, he would greatly appreciate this movie. Yep, this is only the third time we've tried to get him on, so it's only fine. the third time. He well, he refused. To, he refused to watch Suicide Squad. That's on him. That, no, no, he he made the right call. <laughs> he did make the right call on that one. But instead of just keep alluding to him, let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. He is the number one Arnold Schwarzenegger fan in the world, friend of ours, and in desperate need of a haircut. Welcome, Ethan Fletcher. That's me. Hello. Have, have you guys not decided on a name for this podcast yet, or, or are you just still workshopping the intro? No, no. No, it's, it's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis, but the joke is we always try to like do it at the same time, and it just never works because we're over, uh, over okay. Skype. Okay. Way to ruin the illusion right there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was an illusion. Well, you see, you see, no, no, Sean, you see, jokes are funnier when you explain them. Jokes are always funnier when you explain <laughs> that's, them. That is, that's, yes. I Listen, I just, as, as, uh... I don't know that I'd refer to myself as a Dolph Lundgren fan, but as someone who appreciates the work of Dolph Lundgren, uh, uh, thanks for climbing in on this one. Well, Dolph Lundgren is is the is the poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Would you agree with that? No, he's That's, the he's uh, the poor man's he's the poor man's. Are you know. saying there's a step? Is there an evolutionary step between Dolph Lundgren and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I'm just not quite yeah, sure what it is. Listen, is it, I, it's Stallone. It's not Stallone. It who might is, be no, no. Dolph it's, Lundgren, it's Steven Seagal. Oh no way! No way! Dolph Lundgren's better than Steven Seagal. I don't know. Lundgren has Lundgren has a very high P, uh, uh, IQ, and he has, I think, a PhD in biochemistry. It's, 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 it's a master's in like chemical engineering. Yeah. Okay. Dolph Lundgren, so he's yeah. Dolph Lundgren, the man, is the man. A genius, well-built body, charismatic, charming guy. Dolph Lundgren, the actor, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, before we keep going, I have a very important question to ask you. Yes. And you need to you need to be honest with me here. Are we taking your podcast virginity right now? No. Ah! No, no, I know why. He, Kevin, he was on the Big Berry podcast before. Oh, he was. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, awesome. I should have known that. <laughs> 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 Whatever. I, I clearly made an impression on that one. Okay, well, we should talk about what movie we're, we watched today, guys. I was, I was actually going to apologize. I, I, I jumped the gun a little bit here. Yeah. Okay, we watched Dolph Talk. 1989's The Punisher. Actually, that is, that is an incorrect pronunciation of, we watched, um, and I quote, action, The Punisher, Dolph Lundgren, slash full movie action, crime, thriller, slash HD 720 from Full Screen Movies Collection on YouTube. Yes, this yeah. is the first movie we had to distinguish of it. The whole thing's just free on YouTube. Yeah, like how amazing is it that you just we just got to watch a Marvel movie for free? Like no one cares at all. I guess it does count, huh? Huh? Does, I guess is, it counts. All right, The Punisher was created in 1969. He debuted in Spider-Man Amazing Spider-Man number 100 and 
19? Yeah, 119. I don't have to pull You tell up. me. I don't point know. is, he debuted as a villain, and he quickly grew to wide prominence and acclaim because he had a trademark logo of the skull that is yeah. absent from this film. <laughs> it's just not in the movie at all. It's not in the I, movie at all. I noticed that. Yeah, no, it's just not there. It's just not there it's, at all. It's the only the only where it's alluded. It's his, all of his not somehow. I don't know how. Somehow he he has managed to blacksmith for himself custom uh like butts to his, all of his knives every throwing knife that he uses in this movie has a skull on the end of it and that's there's the many only place throwing that there's a skull there's many throwing knives <laughs> there's i have a lot of notes about the throwing knives okay. which I, i'm sure okay. we'll get into later well we'll get into the run we'll run down the film in a second but i guess we should give yeah. some yeah, 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 yeah. some more, a little bit more context the punisher is a very popular character how do you, how do you guys usually like the punisher? I, he's not like an enemy's top 10 favorite character right unless you're a cop uh well that's that first of all hot take that i appreciate i think that's very funny <laughs> um, second of all uh, the only person I know of off the top of my head who uh, Frank Castle is their favorite superhero, I think is my Uncle Scott. And that's because he's like, re- he's just really into like the Vietnam War. Like he just, you know, like he's not, he's not like that, you know, like he's not seen some shit, man. He's not that uncle. Yeah. He's like, he's the uncle who just like, like learning about the Vietnam War and was just really into Frank Castle. I think. Yeah. He's a lot of white male fantasy of a character. Well, there's a reason that there's a lot of, um, <clears throat> shall we say, militia groups uh, that are using yeah. uh, the Punisher logo these days. Yes, it's very, the character's logo has become very problematic. Even though if you read the combo character, he is very much against all the things the people who use his logo stand oh, yeah. for. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like the far right reappropriates a lot of things that are just not for them. Yeah, they're trying, to take, anyway. they're trying to take Hawaiian shirts from me, I will not this is this is the hill you will die on. It is the hill. That is a hill yeah. I will die on. No, I'll I'll, I'll join Sean on that. Uh, on that. <laughs> no more. No more. No more. They don't get. They don't. They don't get to ruin that one. No, they don't. No. So this movie was directed by Mark Goldblatt. If I told you he never directed anything else after this, would you believe me? For one thousand percent. That's all I could think when I watched this movie. Uh, oh yeah, I looked him up because I wanted to know who had done this, and <laughs> also found that, and um, it makes perfect sense does he did edit a lot of good movies after this including terminator 2 and true lies and starship troopers so he has some talent i don't know what happened in this one <laughs> where'd it go <laughs> but we did we did get uh this movie was also written by Bo jackin who directed remember the titans great movie okay and all right that's kind of he directed other stuff too but that's kind of about it he's written other stuff too including the prince of persia movie huh. oh ooh, ooh, ouch <laughs> yeah we all we all feel also that. i I, I I just looked this up while we're talking about this. He's he's got he's uncredited as working on the uh, the 2010 uh, the Wolfman movie, uh, the one with with Anthony Hopkins and Benicio del Toro. Ooh, that's a good five. That's a rough one, and that um, is a five. <laughs> I, I am very curious as to what that uncredited role would be, but that's a conversation for another. Time. That's a, that's a conversation for a different movie. But this movie is starring Dolph Lundgren as Frank Castle. Lou Gossett Jr. as Detective Jake Berkowitz. Jerome Crabbe, a German man, is Gianni Franco. Uh, why is this funny? It is. It's inherently funny listening to this because these characters shouldn't have names. None of them should have names. They're just weird archetypes. <laughs> Kim Miori is Lady Tanaka. Brian Marshall is Dino Moretti. Ooh. Ooh. Nancy Everhard is Sam Leary. And Barry Otto as Shake. Shake. Bef- uh, again, we'll get into the more details of this character. Not found anywhere in the comics, but he's like has a weirdly important role. Yeah, he's I mean, he's kind of what Micro is in the comics, where he's usually just Frank Castle's informant. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, okay. he got a special feature in the credits, and that's why he stood out. It was like, because I remember in the credits, it says, and Barry Otto as Shake. And at the end of the movie, I was sitting there being like, who was Barry Otto and who was Shake? I had no idea who it was. <laughs> we had no clue all around. Uh, this oh movie- my god, there's an IMDB page for Barry Otto colon Shake. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's so good. Nerds okay. are nothing if not loyal. This movie was released on October fifth, nineteen eighty nine, only in West Germany. <laughs> that explains a lot. That explains a lot. According according to Wikipedia, there was also a release date in the United States of April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety one. Yes, Kevin, that was only released in a hundred theaters across the United States as a way to help promote the the VHS and Betamax release. Oh my god! Oh, I I didn't know. Hell well, yes. I didn't know that because uh, the Wikipedia page is so goddamn short. There's not even a release section. There's always a release and reception section. There's not even a release because it just doesn't care. They I know, Kevin. I had to dig for so much research on this movie. It was so <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to make you do your job, Sean. The guys at Google, the, the, the guys at Google who are tracking your internet search are like, what is going on? Why does he? What? They just put me on an Two weeks straight this. of nothing but Punisher 1989 related searches? What is he doing? What is he doing? This movie has a 5.7 on IMDb. That's high. A 63 on Metacritic. Wow. What? But, but a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so it averages out to where we said it was like a four. Pretty much. I, I, listen, I, I gotta say, I understand the disc- I understand the difference because I don't know if someone asked me to rate this movie, I don't know what I would do. Like, I guess it's a f- a four or five, just like by yeah, default. I have, but like, I have no idea. I'm with you. I'm with you, Ethan. I'm all right, you, you guys. Absolutely. You guys went ready for a really hot take. Yep. This is the yeah. best Punisher movie. Oof. Wait, what's the other one? Does the other one have like John Travolta in it or something like that? No, we have the Punisher yes. in 2004 yes. with Thomas Jane. Which actually does, excuse me, does have John Travolta as the main bad guy. That's right. Which I like. I I I like that one. I very much remember him getting dragged out a bunch of monks, like, and then like the skull in flames is next to him. I remember that. Yeah, he sets a he he sets a parking lot full of cars on fire, and it's a skull. (laughs) There's also then Punisher Warzone in 2008. That was that like a Spike TV movie. It might as well have been, but it it came out in theaters. And does feature one of the best scenes in cinema history where Frank Castle does rocket launch a guy doing parkour. It is excellent. <laughs> Fuck parkour. <laughs> and there was the short-lived uh, Netflix television show of The Punisher starring John Bernthal. Wait, you're saying this is better than that? No, I said this is the best movie, not the best Punisher Okay, movie. okay. All right, movie. All right, all right. I will say it's better than Warzone and the Thomas Jane one. Wow, that is a hot take. I know. That I'll is get- a hot take. That's a hot take I disagree with. It's a scorching hot take. Well, I've never watched the Punisher TV show. Even though the, really the best Punisher is those three episodes he's on the Daredevil season two. And agreed, agreed. That, that's like the best adaptation of the Punisher there is. Uh, this, oh, he's perfect. This, this yeah. movie made no no money internationally or domestically. <laughs> made no money. There's no opening weekend uh, thing. The, it is the accounting of $9 million budget. And this film, Kevin, was nominated for absolutely nothing. I was like, okay, every time you're like about to tell me something that's nominated for, it's not even nominated for a Razzie. Everyone's just like, yeah, this movie fucking exists. Go buy it on VHS if you really want to. Let's move on. You really, you really want to. And that's kind of the general, like, I liked this movie. I did. It was bad. This is a bad movie, but this was a fun, bad movie. 
Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, there's two specific ones, but there were many times I did laugh out loud during this movie. Yeah, I, I had a fun time watching this movie. I, I I don't know if I'd go say I had a fun time, because I did, my final note I wrote down in my diary was, this was the longest 86 minutes of my life. Okay, <laughs> I did write down multiple times. Uh, okay, we can wrap this up now. Yeah, it's it's just like everything is so. I, I don't I don't even feel like this. I, I literally don't know how to describe this movie. I was gonna say I think everything is just so middling that it's hard to have an opinion on it. Either way, which makes you finish it thinking it was fine, but I don't think that's fair either. I don't think that's fair either. Every single '80s cliche put into a movie. I would agree with that because, like, you had everything from the 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 budget synth ass music that was really stupid most of the time. The best part of the movie. Just lots of leather everywhere. Lots like, of leather. Terrible ADR. Like, but like, oh, the ADR is so bad. <laughs> the actual worst part of the movie is probably the weird fake. Five o'clock shadow that they put on Dolph Lundgren, oh, but only, oh, okay. but we got, but okay, only, no, no, we only when he's in the cave. To this. Dolph Lundgren, I want to talk about Dolph Lundgren for just a quick second. That's great. That's great. It's perfect. <laughs> I have the setup. So Dolph Lundgren, as most people don't know, he is a Swedish actor. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, he's not Swedish. He's Dutch, isn't he? Oh, I should have had that ready to go. No, he's 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 <laughs> he is, he is one of no. I was not. No, he is he is no, Swedish. No, he's Swedish. He's Swedish. He's, he's one of okay, my. Right. He's he's one of my people. Yeah. He was of course. <laughs> he is a actor, filmmaker, and martial artist and bodybuilder. Ethan, should we have introduced you as as fellow Swede? <laughs> like it might have. It, yeah, we we'll re-record it later. Fellow Swede, we'll Ethan Fletcher. Yeah. But Dolph Lundgren at the time was a very hot commodity in Hollywood because he was the bad guy in a James Bond movie, A View to Kill, where he just plays, you know, buff guy. He's yep. iconic as Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. The best movie ever made, yeah. He's in another weird cult classic that's terrible, Masters of the Universe as He-Man. Which oh, I think that's on our nope. list somewhere, isn't it? Real quick, real quick. Maybe tied with Rocky. What? What? Masters of the Universe? Master, have you seen Masters of the Universe? No, but it's on our list. I'm going to find where it is. Oh, man. I hope you get to watch it. It's okay. probably another four. but uh, <laughs> it's, And then, of course, he, he comes in as the lead titular character of The Punisher, a.k.a. Frank Castle. His breakout role. And after that, his career really goes to shit. Uh, he's, yeah. he's a hot, handsome guy. And until he had a comeback in Creed 2, Kindergarten Cop 2, and six episodes of the television show Arrow. Wait, he was an Arrow? He was an he Arrow? Was, as a Russian gangster. Yeah, Hollywood likes to do this, you know. Swedes Swedes do like a a good enough Eastern European accent that Hollywood will just cast them as Russians like all the time. That's how well. Peter Storm I, I wish you, I wish you didn't bring that accent to play Frank Castle. <laughs> Can we? Okay, my first. I know we're going to talk about notes later, so I won't get too into this. But my first note is Australia? Question mark. They made this in Australia because I legit thought everybody at the beginning of this movie was trying to have an Australian accent. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. Everybody, everybody at the beginning of this movie, I, and it might be because of the ADR. It might be because of the disconnect between the ADR and, and the actual movie. But everybody sounded like they were doing a bad Australian accent, and I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. <laughs> I, I, I love playing that game of, where the fuck are you from? <laughs> we also have no idea where, they never say what city they're set in. Frank Castle, traditionally, New York City underground. Right, fighting. I was going to say, it's traditionally New York, but, like, we don't know that. We don't know I, that. I but- think this is supposed to be L.A., right? Ah, it's it's supposed to be it's, a city. It's got a port. Does L.A. have a port? I don't think it does. L.A. Does has it? a port. It's near water. I get, yeah, because it's got the beaches. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's 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 one of those just non-denominational cities. And you, you barely know it because basically this movie takes place in, like, eight rooms. 
Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But I mean, again, Dolph Lundgren, everyone likes him, even though we all agree he's not very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, this is, he doesn't, uh, the difference between him and, and Schwarzenegger is Schwarzenegger has like unbelievable charisma. Dolph Lundgren doesn't, has, has believable charisma. Well, he, if you, will. you said discount Schwarzenegger earlier. And it makes sense. Yes. Like this, they the reason why he has a career is people were trying to get a second one of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. This is '89. This is right in the peak of Schwarzenegger. This you know? is this is peak Schwarzenegger. Uh, this is also kind of peak peak Lundgren. Yeah, th- this is peak Lundgren right here. Yeah, it really. He was the lead. He's not really the lead in most other things. Well, okay. One of the notes I have then to counteract that point is feels like they're really trying to not have him ever talk. Yeah. Yeah. Just happened a lot. Well, I guess on that note, should we get into the movie? I mean, is there yeah, anything else? To, yeah. Is there anything else to talk about beforehand? Because it feels like they just kind of wanted this movie to disappear. They did because again, the fact that Disney, even though Disney doesn't want to promote the Punisher in any regard, because you know the family-friendly image, they wouldn't just let any of their IP just make money for someone else. That's right. just, that's not thing. But they're like, ah, who gives a shit? <laughs> like that's yeah. It's pretty shocking the degree to which they don't care about. It's on YouTube. The whole it's, thing's just on YouTube. It's on it's YouTube. It's not even... They, they're not even doing that thing, you know, where sometimes when they rip a movie on YouTube, they have it, like, in one-third of the frame up in the top left corner, and they have, like, a picture, like, no, the rest of the background the so that the algorithms can't detect it. It's just there, and they don't care. No, it's 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 part of a, it's part of a, a, a fucking YouTube channel called... Full screen movies collection, which I think is called that just to tell you that, yeah, these are full screen, I guess. Full screen, and uh, no one cares. They have such other gems, quite like Surf Ninjas. Yeah, was that also the next one recommended for you guys after this is over with Surf Ninjas? Yes, I also had Surf Ninjas ready to go. Yep. Surf Surf Ninjas, uh, Al Capone in Valentine's Day, an action movie from 1991 just called Leather Jackets. Oh, yes. There's yep. many, many yep. more. And we one day, if we need to get more ones and twos, I will be going to this to find them. <laughs> so, like, I mean, in the in the late 80s, early 90s, was Marvel that much of a joke that they just didn't care? Well, people forget Marvel was dead they fucking were trying broke. To, yeah. they, right, I remember they were just they were selling broke. properties. So this they were is, just yeah. selling properties to whoever would, would, would buy them. This is related in a way, um, uh, kind of, where which in uh, 92... Sony, uh, Marvel offered to Sony their entire film collection of all their characters for $25 million. I thought you were going to say like $25. No, $25, $25 million. <laughs> and Sony said, nah, we're good. We'll just take Spider-Man for $7 million. Damn. Which shows you just how fucking dumb movie executives are. I mean, smart yeah. to get Spider-Man, obviously, but you left, what's what's the MCU up to out currently? Uh, $30 billion? Oh, it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And, you know, it's the massive juggernaut that won't, will never die at this point. Right. So that that's the context of this movie, of just, like, it's kind of a weird forgotten after afterthought that, uh, uh, of a time when Marvel, which we can't even, like, fathom of how small Marvel when was. When Marvel was on bottoms, you know what else came out in 1989? Tim Burton's Batman. Holy shit, yeah, like one of the best wow. movies ever. Best superhero movies. DC on top of the fucking world. Michael Keaton starring, action-packed, everyone loves that movie. But instead, we got this. Wow. <laughs> what a, what a, yeah, what a juxtaposition. Like, what a difference. What a, what a difference everything can make. Kevin, we have a special guest. Guest, I got two questions for you. One for right, the, for one for the Ichiyas. Both of Kevin's personalities. 
Damn it, Ethan, you spoke over it. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I don't know how this works. Do it again. We'll fix it in post. When we queue you, when you queue it, well, whatever. It's not worth it. I'll do the That's second. A... <laughs> I'll do the second what one. What was now. the joke? Say the joke. It was just no. It was just the. What did I tell you about bugging the customers? The bartender. <laughs> was that in the movie? I don't remember yeah. that at all. It was hard to find questions for this one. I won't lie for you, but okay, good. The second one's better. <laughs> Everyone, be quiet while I play it. Play this queued up clip. God damn it. Where's Kathy? Where's Kathy? Who's Kathy? Where's Kathy? Is that one of the is that one of the kids? One of the kids is screaming about where Kathy is. Okay, so so getting into it, man, let's just talk about the opening credits for a hot second. What were they? Oh, were they just oh. like moving stills of action people? Like what was that? I wrote down I don't even know what to say about this opening title sequence. I I, I am so wild. Because it was just a camera moving. And yeah. then just a title card, I guess, but it's just like nothing. It's just it's just nothing. And then halfway through, they just do like a bullseye moving towards you. At, I, at one point, I said out loud, "Were those boobs?" Because there's just like <laughs> pictures of random things. Like there's guns firing. Like there's lots of glass no, shattering. No, there's there's which is one like, shot of Dolph Lundgren with an M60 that they use over and over and over again. For yes, like five minutes. yes. <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching the like what felt like 18 minute long credit sequence, and I'm just like. What uh, is? I think it, like, they're padding. They're padding for time because remember this movie is eighty six minutes long. Eighty six minutes long, yeah. and you could easily cut it down to forty eight minutes. And yeah. it still if felt this, long. This could be the world's best forty eight minute film. <laughs> if we Let's just really cut side, it down there. Side project. The whole thing's on YouTube. We'll just trim it. I just wanted to point out they, they they build Stanley as executive consultant, not even executive producer. Just yeah, he's just like we asked him one time, like, hey, can we make a can we make a movie out of the Punisher? He's like, ah, sure, whatever. <laughs> okay, so the film starts with a classic exposition dump of, hey, here's a newsman explain to you what's been happening. Yeah, it like it was especially egregious in the beginning, but it feels like that happens all the time in this movie. Well, I wrote down at one point, this film is mainly just explosions and killing people and and exposition. In, in like, not in equal measures, but like 80% explosions, 20% exposition to set up explosions. Ethan, you can talk now. I was setting, if you wanted to chime in. I, I, yeah, I don't, like, yes. I don't know. (laughs) I, I, listen, I gotta be honest. I was sitting here watching, when I watched this movie Thursday, I think, right? We're recording this on a Saturday. And I was sitting there watching this thing, and I'm like, I'm going to be a terrible, this is going to be a bad, like, debut, because I literally, like, I don't know what to say about this. It's just like, no, things you're, just you're, happen. You're in, you're in the right. You're in the right. Yes, this movie just happens to you for 85 minutes, and then it's over. <laughs> the only thing that I need to talk about is, the, is Dolph Lundgren's butt, and how they use that shot twice, and I'm going to wait until we get to that part of the of the recap. But, like... There's like there are like a couple things that stood out to me. That's one of them. I like I just I don't know. Like I I feel like people talk at me and then things get blown up at me and then some shooting happens and there's lots of close up shots of like shuriken or like spiky balls getting thrown and then quick cuts to people with them then in their bodies. Like that's the Ethan, whole movie. Ethan, I, uh, like on that point on the, on the on the there's lots of kills. You would think most of the kills in this movie would be like shooting. A lot of them are. Most of them are thrown objects being stabbed into people. Yes. Right? A yes. lot of so, stabbings. So would you agree with me? And Sean, also, I want your opinion as well. So so what, when I saw every time that happens, 
when someone gets stabbed by a thrown object, whether it's a knife, one of those weird like spike balls that look like a fucking urchin, like well, I don't know what the hell that was. Whenever that happens, is that just like a reverse shot? Is that like is it is it it being pulled out, played in reverse? Because that's what it looked like every single time to me. So there's there's two versions of it. There is the throw it, cut away, and then you have the guy clap it in, right? Like that's. Right. That's how a lot of people... And then, you're right, then there's the reverse shot where it's just... I thought there were a ton of reverse shots where it was zoomed in on the object in the person and then it, like, it came in, but it looked reversed to, to me, you know? It was just bizarre. It was, like, such a low-budget-ass movie. I no- I noticed that once. Mostly it just... Honestly, mostly it just looked like someone throws it. They cut to, like... I'm assuming they just filmed the thing on a green screen and then filled in the background behind it. And then they just cut to someone who it's just already in very quickly. Yeah. Maybe whip the camera there if they're if they're feeling like daring that day. Like it's it's very I don't know. I, I think there's like this whole thing with the knives, right? Like the Punisher throws the knives and the knives are his calling card because they've got the skull on the end of them. So there's all these kills with the knives. Oh, you, like, mean, you mean his artisanally crafted knives with his signature yes! skull on it? Where the fuck is he making those? Is he making those himself? <laughs> is he smelting metal ores in the sewer system that he lives in? Does oh, he have a guy in, in downtown LA? Yeah, he's a goddamn street rat living in the gutter. Okay, let's keep moving with the movie. Because the movie then takes us on to one of the Franco crime family. The Franco crime family hey, getting... Did, out you, of- did, you catch, did you catch the name of his three goons? Did you no. catch the names? No, would you like to tell us? No. Uh, uh, I think this is what I heard. Otherwise, my brain just filled it in based on the tone of the movie. I think his three goons for an Italian mob were Joey, Tony, and Tommy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you gotta love it. Alfredo. Alfredo was driving the car. Yeah, like, oh, we got Joey over here. Oh, Tommy. Oh, ooh. It should have been meatball, spaghetti, and sauce. <laughs> In this in this scene where he's in the mansion, he's gonna kill this like mob boss. I'm assuming just based on the slick back hair. Um, so the first kill of the movie is in that mirror room. I wrote this down. This movie opens with the all time classic of of course there's just a random hall of mirrors in this guy's house. I I literally I literally started I I wrote mirror fight in the mirror fight is the first fight, and then I I must have written that at the beginning of the sequence because then right under it I wrote oh. Not actually, LOL, because so they set up yeah, this mirror fight sequence, and then he just, he looks around at the mirrors, and he's just dead. Like, he, he, he kicks down the grate, his, his foot is in front of the guy, and then he kicks, and then he has a knife in his chest. Did he kick a knife into his chest? Because that's what it looked like. I, I think that's the implication. I think he, yeah, he kicked it straight into his chest. Okay. Awesome. I just read that. that. So I took, the, I took the liberty of counting how many people he kills. Okay, Thank you. no, that's good. Would that's you guys good. like to take guess, guesses? I'll all reveal right, it right, when right. we get to the Give us an over-under. Or do you just, or you just want us to guess? We'll guess. Yeah, just, we'll give, guess. Me, just give me a guess. All right, I'm going to go like that he personally he kills. He personally kills. Because I had to undo it at one point. But some of the, I thought he was killing people. It was actually somebody else. But Right. Give me 22. What do you got there, Ethan? What do you think? In the movie, I'm, I feel I'll like say, it's I'll deceptively say, low. I think it's deceptive. Because I remember thinking that this is, yeah. And 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 the other, I mean, there's a lot of just like let's just shoot a submachine gun around for three minutes straight. Yeah, because that's what time. you do when it's a fucking '80s action movie. You just do that. Yeah, because apparently you have to pad the runtime. I'll, I'll say thirty. I'll go a little higher. I'll say thirty. Okay, I'll just reveal it now. You're both way under. He kills forty-five exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Pretty good yeah, kill right. count. Pretty good 80s kill count. I like that you said 45 exactly, because the implication is that he could have killed, like, like 45.2 people. Oh, yeah. He he could have shot someone in the in the leg. <laughs> he, he does he, he does only he knock out a few someone. people. He does not. All right. So, okay. He takes up the, the crime family to start, where all the press just happens to be outside the building. He appears, like, in the hallway in, like, a mirage of smoke, and then the building just fucking explodes. Fire behind him. <laughs> and he and, dies. Yeah. And then he, he dies. dies. Yeah. And then he's in the building when it blows up. And I think that I think it's at that point then we get the weird sewer, like the sewer, uh, like POV shot where he's simultaneously they were explaining really his proud origin. Of that shot. They were really they proud used, of that shot. They used it twice. They opened and closed the film with the exact same shot. Yeah, it's they the really like. It's, it's not even a shot. It's a sequence. They opened and closed the film with like the exact same sequence. I wrote down right after the thing explodes. Like, well, there goes the budget. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, right there it goes. <laughs> Did it occur to either of you, because, uh, Sean, I'm biased because of our, our recent watching of Bullet to the Head, but did, did it occur to either of you that when I was watching him explode in, because like, he clearly was about to die, right? Did in the building? Did think there was like, oh, are they going to do, are they, are they going to do one of those bullshit things where it turns out this is, this is the end of the movie at the beginning of the movie? And then we like, I thought that's what was going to happen. No, but yeah. I can see how you thought that. I never thought of yeah. myself. It's like, oh, this is the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Ooh, everyone likes that. Okay, so in that in the tracking sequence with the gutter, we also come up with just a straight butt ass naked Punisher. <laughs> just, just, just again, that happens twice. His perfect ass crack. I gotta, I, I listen. I gotta appreciate that honestly. Like, it really, it really does tell you exactly what kind of movie this is gonna be. Like, I agree right off the bat. I agree because you know what? If you got the body, you gotta flaunt it. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, he he's in right. shape. All right, then we get the hilarious of it. I laughed so hard at this family blowing up. <laughs> wait, wait, which wait? Who who blows up? All right, so he's like doing the like he's like Castle oh, God. Why are you tormenting me? And we flash back oh, to his family blowing up. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get out. I was just doing short saying. I don't know how to do a lunger impression, but he's just like banging on the door. Also, we never talked about it. they dyed his hair black <laughs> because he's blonde. Oh, yeah. He's a blonde. This yeah. terrible blonde die job. All right, so I, I, Kevin, when you when you, when you said uh, also he died because it, not only does he look like he blows up when he's in the house, but he's right next to the car when it blows up in the flashback, and they don't show him like getting blown back or anything, right? I don't think. No, it's like I think he uh, just. He, died I think there he, too. Just, he just looks like he dies with his family in the car, like. Uh, it's listen it's a little thing and there's a lot of things to complain about in this movie well, you, well, it's just it stands out like you you alluded to this as well like because this is based on what what sean just said about his dying his hair black like the 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 beard they give him <laughs> it looks like they just took, they, it shadow. looks like they it looks like they took like a pencil like scribbled it on his face and then they took an eraser and then like erased it that's what it looks like to me. his face is so fu- it looks like he got bad plastic surgery too oh he looks like a fucking cancer patient is what he got he looks, looks like, like he looks like a fucking monster is what he looks like okay so it's we're, rough let's, it's let's, rough. let's keep moving on because we're only at like the eight minute mark i i know we're not even it's the longest the 86 minutes of my life okay <laughs> so we go to a random bar where we meet his uh his usual informant uh Oh, what's his fucking name? I completely forgot. Shake. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's at a bar just getting drunk. And they kick Which him out. They, like, they never, ever establish his name. Ever. Yeah. And when he's begging for money from a guy, he's like, I'm a thespian. The guy goes, oh, what? And does a spit take. Which is fucking hilarious for the record. Gay panic, baby. 
Oh wait, didn't we? Didn't we? We introduce we introduce the the commissioner or whatever before this, don't we? Yeah, we meet. Oh, we meet. We meet the his grizzled ex- cop who has has a, a dirty past or something like that. Yeah, the, that's the, yeah, the, like the most stereotypical alcoholic cop. Like yeah. his detective like, Jake. Uh, whatever. I, <laughs> and he's like two days from retirement or fucking whatever. Yeah, it's know. Louis Gossett Jr. needed money. Okay, like give him a fucking break. Oh, and also he doesn't work with partners because he doesn't work also, with partners. J- Louis, yeah. <laughs> Louis Gossett Jr. is a black man. His name is Jake Berkowitz. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I thought that too. Why is his name Jake Berkowitz? Why is he Jacob Berkowitz? <laughs> when when that's when that that female when the when the, when the uh, what's it, Sam uh, whatever her name it's is girl the, cop. The, new, the new partner comes up. When she comes up and calls him Detective Berkowitz, I have expected him to look past himself like, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Shay gets tossed out by a bouncer wearing sunglasses at night. Love the 80s. Uh, Always. Oh, where in which they, he oh, stumbles yeah. upon a remote-controlled Hess truck carrying a bottle of booze, which an then... An unmarked <laughs> bottle of booze. An unmarked no bottle of booze. Yeah. Un- to have a face-to-face with the Punisher where he tells him, it's going down to the docks. What 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 doesn't matter? Gonna go it's a it's a drug deal. It's whatever. Like it, I'm not. It doesn't really matter the the what's it of it all. But I just thought he ends with he goes Mr. P. Happy hunting. He calls him Mr. P. I didn't catch he that. He calls him Mr. P. Oh, um, okay. Uh, we're gonna go to the next scene right now, right? We yeah. have anything else? Yeah, to I'm, gonna, I'm just yeah. I think we're good. I'm just gonna keep plowing along here because other this other scene other is, than Dolph is the first is the first of two times I laughed so hard I watched the scene three times. So this Can is you guess what it was? Can you guess what it was? Is it the French boat captain? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't all that was it was funny. it the was it the first kill? Was it the guy who It dies? was. It was the guy okay. getting stabbed. When he goes, yes. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stabbed yes. Yes. immediately. So funny. Just a short, oh, man. Oscar. He gets so sorted funny. through a windshield. There's there's this a, is, there's was, a French boat a, captain bringing in drugs, and a bunch of Italians are like, What the fuck are you doing about it? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, so stupid. It's it's. I'll, I'm gonna wait till we get. I, I I have nothing to say until we get to the guy who gets okay. through the chat. So that the Italians are taking in drugs and they're getting ambushed yeah. by a second rival gang. I I, I don't Ident- know how to, identity unknown. I wrote down. I, I this is probably about to get super racist as a movie. Oh, it does. Oh boy, and boy <laughs> does it. Uh, I wrote down Asian. I think by the end they're Japanese. Probably. Yeah, they're y- Yakuza. Yeah, they are, because they're the Japanese Yakuza. Okay, so yeah, yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, like, one of the Italian characters goes, Yaku, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I also miss when the Italian... I can't I can't say this term, but it was so funny when the Italian guy... The F-word f- slur for homosexuals... Yeah. Right, you f French Frenchman about the about the French boat captain. <laughs> the French boat captain made me laugh so hard. Okay, we get a bunch of killing by Frank taking out both sides. He harpoons a guy with a rope and then slides down the rope harpoon into the guy, just then right, yeah. shooting M six. Just glorious. That's what I want did, out of this. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you notice that there was every cheesy eighties gun sound effect in this one fight? Yes, yes, there was. Just, just he's killing, but he just kills a bunch of dudes over and over again. I just wrote down like this is a ton of '80s cliches, but it's working for me. He gets he gets stabbed, and then he goes back to his lair, and he does the classic not like hot knife burning to cinder the wound. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's cauterizing it. Yeah, and then this is where my notes really start to drop off because I'm like, this dude fucking cares. <laughs> this is not worth. It's not worth taking notes. We. So you're saying, this is, you're this saying is, the movie okay. should have ended right there. Kind of. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Sean because I took I think two full pages of notes like two you know eight and a half by eleven okay two and a half and 
a third of those, uh, actually more, more like uh, um, about a half, I think half of those notes are in this, which is the first 20 minutes of the movie. The last note that I have on here is, is that the Yakuza question mark exclamation point? And that's like halfway through my notes, and we're twenty uh, minutes in the movie. I, I too fell guys. off on taking notes. I, I'm with you guys. I took notes generally throughout, but like I'm not going to talk about all of them because not all of them are funny. Um, I I take my notes on my my surface, so like I don't have pages of notes, but like it's like a continuous roll. And I will say, of the seven we've done for this now since we've started doing it over Skype. These are the shortest amount of notes I've taken, so yeah, we can keep going. I'm in agreement on this because this this wrap up doesn't have to go. There, there's no fucking plot to this. We meet more of the yakuza. And I wrote down how progressive of them to have a female villain. You know, that's really progressive in 1989. Oh, yeah. oh this movie's very progressive. Sean. Who has just a random <laughs> white girl assistant? Uh, their plan that's is their daughter. Gonna, that's, they her, that's her adopted daughter. Did you miss that bit of exposition? Who's also a mute because they just say. Okay, that. I missed all she, that. She she. She shouldn't even be in the movie. Like, the, I, I feel like in the first draft of the script, they had a whole, like, like maybe, like, love interest thing between her and Dolph, and they just ditched it by the time they filmed it. Like, yeah, there's because, no like, reason it was, for her to be in the movie. It was, like, a big reveal when she takes her mask off that she was one of the assassins. It's like, yeah, we fucking know that, because when you introduced her, she was boxing in the background. Of course that's what that means. Okay, I was right done. They have a random samurai training room in their lair. Uh. Yep. <laughs> On the top, on the top floor of Nakatomi Plaza, of Nakatomi Plaza, basically. Oh yeah, Die Hard came out this year as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plans they kidnap all the Italians' kids led to the hardest I think I've ever I've laughed in the last two months. Which was is, the bodyguard uh, punch shoving the kid in the ground? <laughs> shoving the kid no, not into the ground, not into the ground. He, this this yakuza the, shoves this small child. Threw a chair into a water heater. Yes, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That because is so the kid also takes a swing at the guard with the chair. Yes, exactly. He like fucking give him the chair like on the background afterwards. Yeah, they kidnap all the kids in kind of in just hilarious fashion. The the kid because there's also a scene where they just go to the kids and he just opens up a limo and just grabs the kid. Oh, or, or you mean where there's oh like yeah two when he picks him up from out? private school. Yeah, there's two kids hanging outside of a private school, and one gets tackled by a yakuza. And also, it ends with the, ki- with the after the, the chair exchange, the guard just punches him in the face and he drags his body off. <laughs> it's just so fucking wild. Punching kids is great. Okay, <laughs> I just the kid getting taken down is so so funny. so it's funny. So goddamn. Funny. I also wrote down this is somehow weirdly faithful to all the Punisher comics. This is what the Punisher would do. He would get involved with two warring. Like crime families, and he would save the kids and murder all the parents. Like that's that was the comics. Yeah, that's. Fair. I feel like I feel like you know Dolph Lundgren's like a nerd or something, right? And he was like super pumped to play the Punisher, and he signed on, and then the, made this movie, and it came out. And it was like really just, like like I, I it's you know it's like Ryan Reynolds, right? I feel like he wants another yeah, shot at this. No, no, like, or, let, or, let, or, let Dolph or, play uh, an old grizzled Punisher. Yeah, you're, you're telling me he's, he has sad fleck energy because I feel that sad fleck. Yeah, energy. Oh, baby. We all, yeah. We all have sad I feel like he probably really wanted this to be a good movie, and he probably like he's a probably a huge nerd. I'm assuming he wanted this to be good, and it just. It I just think every actor wants their movie to be good. All right, so we go to he goes to a casino for some fucking reason. This is the most just like classic. <laughs> hey, we need some tits in this movie. So there's just a shot of two girls dancing at a casino for no reason. That's the that's that's the boobs from the uh, from the credits. Intro credits. Again, knifes a guy to the throat in the, in this sequence, uh, but then machine guns the entire casino, not killing anybody. Yeah, that was, like, just such a waste of money. <laughs> Earlier when we talked about how he just, like, 
fired a shotgun for for like or, or a uh, like an automatic whatever rifle M14 whatever uh, M60 for, for, as an M60 machine gun yeah, yeah for two straight minutes that's this he's yeah. it, it's it's two minutes of just sparks flying and just him sh- it's and and nothing it's it's pointless nothing it, nothing matters in it it's look at this what's cool stuff we can do okay so then a bunch of like cops being like who is this guy and Louis Gossett like I have a picture of his family for some reason. Why does he have a picture of his family? Because they the were same you, exact picture. Because they used to work together, whatever. But why does he keep no, around the family? Why would you why would you have a picture of your partner's family? It really bothered me. Because he tells me at one point, they're my family too. Kevin, I have a picture of your parents in my wallet at all times. Do you not have a picture of my parents in your wallet? That's my all parents. Times? That's my parents. That's different. You know that. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Shake tells him you gotta go down to the amusement park. That's where they're ha- hiding out. And uh <laughs> At one point, it just says the critics said the same thing about my Hamlet. I forget what context to it. I just thought the line was funny. Yeah. It's, yes. Now yes, this was a thing in the eighties no where it's like every six movie there had to be a sequence at, a, at an amusement because of course there's just there's just the act sequence in the movie part which feature all the yakuza sliding down the stair down these slides shooting at the Punisher. Which is oh, really funny. That which was, was really so funny. funny. Where he's just surrounded by all these guys, but they're all sliding down the thing. We don't have to talk about this at length. I do just want to note that in this movie, so the Punisher lives in the sewers underneath L.A. or whatever fake L.A. this is, right? He also rides his motorcycle around in the sewers to get everywhere, which I he just think is an important thing to in note. Places that motorcycles do not belong. I I just he also. As, as he starts this scene, he drives his motorcycle through the amusement park to get to where he thinks the kids are. Like, this is this is not, you know, he's not driving like an elect, like a Prius motorcycle under five miles an hour stealthily through the amusement park. This is like a chopper making all kinds of noise. He's like driving through the amusement park, like basically telling everybody that he's there after he comes out of the sewer on it, which is... Do you guys think he smells like shit? Yes, he's covered. Yeah. He's in the fucking sewer. He lives in the sewer. <laughs> and he's and naked just, in it. Yeah, apparently he's naked unless he's outside of the sewer, so. Okay, then we get a hilarious moment where the white chick just uses the, the classic just grappling of chains to stop. She hold, She grapples the motorcycle, holds it down, so he just flings off it. Wait, you mean when a mannequin flew off? When a mannequin <laughs> yes. flew off of the, yeah. yeah. Just fantastic. That clearly was not him at all. Okay, then we get a classic. They don't kill him. They go to torture him. Where yeah, we- in the, the lowest budget torture scene of all time. Lowest budget, <laughs> like just straight out of like, hey, what if you It was tried- like, you're going to lay on this table. We're going to put some chains on you, and you're going to get pulled by motors underneath, and then you just have to pretend like you're being hurt. That's it. I got this. His shirt is off, and I got to tell you, I was super disappointed that he wasn't completely naked for it. Because it was like, well, then why did you only take his shirt off? <laughs> you leave those leather pants on he's just wearing so much leather I assume it's because the leather pants were just like they were stuck to him they couldn't get him off do you think they Maybe. couldn't get the rights to use the, the skull like he's wearing leather pants a leather jacket and a black t-shirt for the whole movie they dyed his hair black they put like you know charcoal on his face why didn't they put the skull on the shirt why, I like, don't know. why is the skull do you not in why this? they didn't 
is because they forgot. <laughs> they forgot, and I know this because in all the Betamax and VHS releases of the movie, they had an artist put digitally inserted onto the onto the jacket in a tiny section. Oh my! There was God. no reason okay. behind it. There was no like stand. They just forgot to put the skull in. Oh, I love that. <laughs> just like, oh, I love sitting, that. Sitting at home like months after making the movie, Mark Goldblatt was like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. I just I, I I bring it up because I kept waiting for like the reveal, right? Like in the in the. 2004 yeah, like, one, you find out that his kid got him, like, a skull t-shirt from some, you know, person on whatever island they were vacationing on, which is, like, Jesus, okay. But I just kept waiting for, I was like, oh, his shirt's off, we're gonna, like, you know, see that he has a brand or something. Like, I, I just kept waiting for it. So, talking about it, at, like, this scene, it just, it just, uh, it brings back those, those painful memories of how they f- forgot this skull. Just forgot the one thing that's notable about the Punisher. Uh, then we go where the eight, uh, the Yakuza take out the Italians at their restaurant. Where in which the white mute girl rips off her earrings and pins a guy to the wall with. Made zero sense. I was here for it. Fucking Pretty hilarious. Pretty cool. Very, very Pretty good. on it. Punisher steals a bus. And for, <laughs> then we get the hey, scene. Hey, okay, before we get to the bus... That's that that scene made no sense, by the way. Not the the bus, the 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 killing the Italian scene. Because what happened in order was the Italians sit down to celebrate getting their kids back. Okay, whatever. And then the yakuza walk in. It's revealed everyone else in the in the in the restaurant is is also assassins paid by them. They like the grandma pulls out a fucking Uzi. Like amazing. Then they shoot their bodyguards. Okay. Then it's revealed that. The champagne they just drank is poisoned. What was the point of any of that? You didn't need to be the, like none of that needed to happen because <laughs> you poisoned them. They would have just died on the road. Dramatic effect. We also should mention that that the yakuza's plot, their whole plan, is kidnap the kids of the uh, uh, of the Italian mob, um, get them to like basically buy their kids back, right? Give them like however much money for the kids and then they're going to kill the italians and sell their kids into child slavery like that is that is the yakuza's plan ethan are you trying to like assign plot to this good luck there is a plot and that is the plot good luck (laughs) it's loose but it's there like i feel like they're like listen we need to make the yakuza the the main bad guys and the italian mob just like oh they're mob like, like they're selling drugs or doing whatever, but the yakuza now they're really bad. No, they're right? scary. Wink, wink. They're they're exotic. Wink, they're wink, wink, nod, nod. Like, <laughs> it's it's just like someone said that at one point, and I think it, like in the context of the movie, I was like, is that is that what this is? Like, what is this movie? I just don't. Ugh. They're gonna sell the kids into like child slavery. This is like a Marvel movie. I don't. I wouldn't. This is not a Marvel movie. This is <sighs> yeah, a movie right. that took took a Marvel character. Part of me really wanted to see the Marvel Studios logo as this like, as this started. <laughs> so, like, I just really wanted to see that. A part of me well, really well, wanted Sam Jackson to show up at the end and be like, "We're here to talk about the Avengers Initiative." We're, we're here to talk about your uh, <laughs> your psychiatric issues before you get into the, the Avengers. All right, he steals a bus. There's a scene where he has to let an old man out. You missed my stop. He rescues all the kids except Kathy and Tommy. He returns the kids and he gets taken in by the cops. We can just skip all past all the action there. It, yeah, it just it's fine. There's some uh, shooting. The kids get away with the. Then we get Jake Berkowitz, a black man, uh, <laughs> interrogating Punisher. He's like, "What do you call 125 kills in five years?" 
A work in progress. A work in progress. You son of a bitch! I'll fucking kill you. That's a pretty good line. Like that. This is this is some primo '80s action. I movie wrote down that is some classic dialogue. tough guy dialogue oh, right there. The one-liners in this movie, I I couldn't, I didn't write them down, but like some of the one-liners he has are very peak '80s for sure. I mean, this was this is oh. the end of the '80s. Yeah, it is. Yep. They take a man, and then I wrote down, boy, I think Christopher Nolan watched this movie and stole the uh, police escort uh, <laughs> scene from it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep, yep. Scene for scene, they took out of, of the the Italian guy. By the way, I don't think we ever actually meet the head of the Franco crime family, the dad of the son who's been taken by the Yakuza until this point. The only thing that I think would make sense is I think the Italian guy who dies in the beginning is his dad. The guy whose kid gets taken is in, he he shows up from I'm a, Italy or something, right? And then earlier in the movie, and then he's in that boardroom scene where the Yakuza shows up to threaten them. And then there's one scene where he basically says, hey, you idiots shouldn't go to the restaurant. And then he doesn't go with them. And that's why he's the only one left alive. And that's like, that's it. Apparently he's in charge. All right, whatever. He forces the Punisher to team up with him because he kidnapped uh, Frank. Jake, he kidnapped uh, Jake Berkowitz, June, uh, a black man. Uh, <laughs> they go in to go save Tommy. Uh, this is the shit ton of. Uh, it was funny when they just shoot down all the samurai. I split the. I, that's how I decided. They, I just split. I cut the kills in half and gave them each half of the kill. Yeah, on average, they killed half each. <laughs> we get some genuinely kind of fun uh, when they're like the bamboo shoot rooms, jumping in and out of the, you know, for the action sequences. Yeah, I mean, the final action sequence I thought was like, it's 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 80 schlock and cheese. But, but it's it fun, worked. You know? It worked for me. Um, uh, Jake Berkowitz, a black man escapes. It's on his it's on his business card. Uh, Shake blows, drops the detonator by accident. <laughs> And then shoots when, it. That whole sequence. What was up with? Why was that even a thing? It's so infuriating. It's it's it. It has no bearing on anything because it just doesn't matter. He gets back oh, to oh, it. It's like yeah. You mean like you mean like in a regular movie, what would happen is he does that, and then what's supposed to happen to help our main character doesn't happen, and they have to figure it out. No, it's just it's just everything works out great. Then uh, Lady Tanaka decides just to go. Yeah, we're going full geisha now for some reason. Yeah. Why? Why? Why was why? People who aren't from America are scary, Kevin. That's that's the that's that's the takeaway I got from this movie. We should all be scared. Uh, I'm glad you learned your lesson, Kevin. Lundgren breaks the white girl's neck. That was great. That was brutal, is what that was. I was, like, oh, I was not expecting that at all. Jumps yeah. through. Uh, he jumps through like three windows in a row. One to take out the white lady. One to take out Lady Tanaka in Geisha gear. Uh, then obviously uh, Franco turns on him. And then the weird thing, they're wrestling, and then they don't show him killing him. Yeah. He, they just, he sh- you hear a gunshot, but they, you don't see it. And then the kid holds a gun against Punisher. He's like, maybe be a bit. I thought they were trying to do the thing where, like, ooh, who shot who, right? But it's so obvious that it's like they filmed it so poorly that they they just <laughs> fucked that whole thing up. It's just so poorly directed in every way. But I also wrote down, again, this is weirdly an accurate Punisher movie. Yeah, it turns out the Punisher, like, is he a good character? No, he just, he, I've said this before, in order to work in comics, you need one, two of three things, a good name, good design, or a good story. If you get yeah. any of those two, three, you're going to last. And yeah. he, he has two. You got good design? Design and name. Frank Castle is a great combo. Uh, all right. You're a good boy, Tommy. Grow up to be a good man, because if not, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> that's what he, yeah. that's what he says. Yeah, which is yep. great. And other stuff happens. Movie's over. Fuck it. Like, okay. The only thing I got to note on this action sequence at the end, which, you know, it's fun. It's fine. You know, I like I like when he stabs the guy before he jumps out at him. That's fun. You know, is like when he's in an action scene, he doesn't react to being hit. I keep being like, 
Yeah, Dolph, you want another take, buddy? Like, react. Just react. Come <laughs> on, buddy. Like, come on. But again, though, I realize, you know, it's a bad movie, but it was a fun bad movie. Uh, this was a fun bad, right? This would have been better if you were high or drunk for it and you were hanging out with friends. I, like, yeah. You get more I was more just going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to date this podcast, but if there wasn't a pandemic, this would be a good one. Like, if all of us could watch this in one place. Yeah, I like, would agree with that's that. The because kind of, I, yeah. I would never let anyone ever forget about that kid getting beaten up by a fucking no. <laughs> yeah. also, also, I love this. So so they're on, like, the top, at the end of the movie, they're on, like, the top floor, right? And 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 uh, Jacob Berkowitz um, shows up and a is, black like, man. looking, he's <laughs> looking for Frank. Man. He's looking for Frank, and he, like, goes on, out onto the roof, and he can't find him. Like, somehow he's batman it, and he's vanished. And I just love the idea that he's just, like, bleeding out and, like, huddled behind, like, an air conditioner or something. And he hears the door open, and he hears Jake yelling for him, and he's just sitting there, like, please go away, please go away. Yeah, like, please don't, please don't see me, please don't see me. Ah, shit, he, don't, like, don't, runs don't, up don't, to don't the look. roof, and he's like, I've got to do the dramatic superhero exit. And then he realizes there's nowhere to go, so he's like, ah, oh, shit, I better hide and just hope everybody leaves the building. And then in, like, 36 hours, I can stumble out of here. That's essentially what happened. It had to be, right? There's no way he got out of the building. Okay, so should we get into our awards? I guess, but like I had such a tough time assigning any of these. Okay, let's start with best actor. Okay, I wrote, okay. I, this is the only one that I definitely have an answer for. I, I got have, one, I I got one, one nominee. I have one nominee. I'm giving it to Lou Go- Louis Gossett Jr. He 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 needs he needs a win. What you mean? You mean Jake Berkowitz? Jake, yeah, Jer- he's the only, Jake he's the only one who tried. He did try. He's like, I'm a, I'm playing a cop. That's easy enough. Ethan, do, do you gonna, differ? Do you dissent, or is that it? No, that no, I differ. I differ. Oh. I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it to the guy who takes the the katana through the chest in the first fight sequence. Oh, oh you mean what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. That man. That man showed up. We don't know his like, name. He showed up and he was like, "This is my big break." He showed yeah. up on set and he was like, "This will catapult me to start." You know what? He, I am he, going he to sell these set, lines. He's going to get his hundred and twenty dollars and he got every set worth. I'm changing oh, my answer. Yes. I'm giving it to him too. He he killed it. He absolutely <laughs> killed it. <laughs> so best part of the movie. Hands. He's down. showing was, that to his grandkids now. He's like, kids, I was a star. It it was <laughs> on the level of uh, of Mark Wahlberg and the happening of what? No. Whoa. Yeah. I'm giving That's it to him, it too. That, that was great. Also, at the time, we didn't know the Yakuza were characters, so I thought Frank stabbed him with a samurai sword. I did, too. That's where I, I had to reset too. my kill count. It was too. right there. Okay, what is our, do we have any nominees for best scenes? Because I have four. Uh, Yeah, I got some nominations. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, my first one is the opening taking out of the Franco crime family. The uh, where he blows up the building. Uh, okay, all right, fair. Yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> I have our boy getting stabbed with a samurai sword. Yeah, that's oh. that, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, the amusement park action sequence, good, just because they're sliding down the, the sliding the down the yeah, yeah. sliding down the shooting at him, and finally uh, we have the kid getting punched in the face by the guard. <laughs> the kid getting punched in the face of the guard is the best scene. It's so fucking funny. Any any any, any other nominees by everybody? It's, it's the it's the way he stumbles and just the noise of him just like slamming it. It's so stupid. Um. I thought the final battle was unironically pretty fun. I I don't know if it's a scene we we did gloss over it. There's there's a there's a a part earlier when um so when the the lady cop teams up with Jake Berkowitz, the D- Jake Berkowitz a black man, <laughs> yeah that one he, he she convinces him right he's like I don't take partners and then she says I don't even remember what it is but she says something and he's like show up in my office tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning he, he, she like, says Frank Castle is the Punisher that's what she that's says. it yes. Which, which you, no one believes Jake Berkowitz, a black man, that that's the, that that's the, uh, <laughs> that's who he is. 
But but when she shows up the next day, she does some computer bullshit to triangulate his probable oh, position oh, it's, it's, based on oh, something. so good. <laughs> that scene is so good because Jake Berkowitz is like, huh, what are you using, a computer? What? <laughs> yes, you think I that's going to find him? It's the scene it's from so, fucking WandaVision. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's so, like, it's so old school versus new cool, baby. Like, uh. Alright, so what are we giving it to? I'm I'm gonna give it to the kid getting punched in the face. It's the kid, I also there's am, no yeah. question. It's the kid getting yep. fucking pushed down. If we're only showing one scene of this to somebody else, it's that scene. You see, Ethan, I'm one. with you. I'm with you. Sometimes a scene for me is a whole sequence. Sometimes it's one moment. In this case, it's one moment. It's that kid getting pushed down. So funny. Now we have worse actor. I have two nominees. I got a lot. Uh, I have Dolph Lundgren. Fair, and, yep. And my second nominee is everyone in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> everyone except Otto whatever who's playing Shake, who I seriously thought we maybe should give best actor to. Uh, also a man who is selling this movie. So kudos yeah, to him for that. I agree. I think my worst actor nomination, like, so it's Dolph. Dolph is pretty bad in this, but, like, it's just Dolph being Dolph. Um I think the one I'm actually pushing for the most that's not Dolph is uh, Detective Samantha Leary, the the blonde woman. She's fucking awful. She is really bad. Would it surprise you to know that she's never acted again? <laughs> this is her last, her was first this, and last. Was this just a fucking independent student film? It, it might as well have been. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I mean, if you just want to give it to everybody without any, like, cause no, I, oh, we should specify it more. Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. The child acting was pretty bad. I think, I think, I think just for the gay panic, we should consider nominating the guy at the bar who was scared of the, oh, 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 yeah, but he right. has, a, he has a further nomination in another category though. Oh, so. does he? Okay. All right. All right. I think if we're going to give it to the absolute worst actor in this. I think it has to be Dolph, right? Like it has. Like he's- I don't know. I don't know because I there was some one liners that I enjoyed. Okay. I know it's, uh, it's probably from bad acting, but I did enjoy the bad. Acting. All right, then, I, then I'm okay with giving it to Samantha Leary. I think it's got to be Samantha Leary because I got nothing fun out of her at all. Worst scene. I have two nominees. Uh, every scene of the Italian boardroom. Every scene of the, and every scene of the cops figuring the shit out. I. I- I don't have any real nominations because every scene felt the same to me. I'm just like, what is happening? All right, now, all right, moving on. <laughs> I have I have one, and it's it it is again scene part of a sequence, whatever. It's the it's the fake out mirror fight scene at the beginning of the movie. Oh, because of the lost potential. They really do set it up to be like this, like you know, the guy even looks in the mirrors and does this whole thing, and then he just like and and, it, and they didn't even like subvert it in a way that made it fun or entertaining it was just like a letdown mm. oh you mean you mean the part where he kicked a knife into his chest implied like at least at least make it look like there's gonna be some knife thing where he like sees Dolph in the mirror and throws a you know shoots at it or you know and then he fakes him out and pops out of the ceiling and kicks a knife in his chest it just like happens I'll give it to you because we could have had a really fun classic I don't know which one to shoot scene yeah, right? It's like, oh, there's yeah, so many yeah. of them. I'll give it to that. Okay. Our Fury Road freak of the film. I have two nominees. Three nominees. Gotta, excuse me. I got can, you, a couple, can, you explain, yeah. can you explain this category to me? Okay. So this originated from when we were watching Gotham as our goth, as our Gotham fatso. Okay. This is somebody who just exemplifies a Gotham fatso. They don't have to be literally fat. They're just a freak. And so Sometimes we, they've, got, they've got like fatso energy, you know? 
And yeah, in this like, one, uh, it's just yeah. who's like the biggest freak in this? They can look freaky, they can act freaky, they can act like they can just. There's some weird and obtuse about them, and there you can kind of find them in every movie. There's someone who st- there's usually an extra that stands out in every movie. Okay, all right. I have like, like in 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 the first Spider-Man, the the very surprised man who's in the background when uh, the Green Goblin is is like makes his entrance. You that's know what a, I'm that's, about? that's yes. a perfect that's per- a perfect, perfect example. example. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, I have three. I could probably add a fourth one now I'm thinking about it. I'm going to add three nominees. I'll add the fourth one. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's face. I don't know what the fuck happened to <laughs> he it. He looks like a, like he's going through chemotherapy. That's what it looks like to me. The, go- mean, yeah. the guy at the bar who's a thespian's. <laughs> yep, that, that yeah. guy's a good yeah. one. Yep. Yep. Bouncer at the bar wearing sunglasses at night. Oh, he's cool, so he doesn't count. He can't be a freak show. <laughs> Lady, and Lady Tanaka in full geisha gear. <laughs> That's Those are good. Those are good. I've got one more that wasn't on your list that I feel has to be talked about, and I saved it for now. In the sequence of the kids being abducted, the fucking panda bear, like, the weird talking, (laughs) yeah, like, the weird puppet panda bear creeped me the fuck out. That is my freak show. I I did like that. Yeah. That's good. It wasn't Easy. a person. It wasn't a person. It was the. It was a freak, though. It was a. It was a. It was a Friday Night at Freddy's character. Is what it was. <laughs> Ethan, do you have anything else to nominate or? I, no, I. I don't. I no. I, I. I needed this explained to me, so I. I don't have a good nomination for this. I, I do think again that the guy in the bar. There's like a couple of extras that really stand out, and that guy is is one of them in like a bad way. Yeah. I guess if we also want to nominate our boy who gets a sword through his chest in the windshield, could technically qualify. But he's he's dominant but... because he's like what? Yeah. But I want to give him. But I want to give him credit. I want. I want to give him credit a golden glove. Too. All right. Now we're gonna we move on to my favorite category. Our favorite uh, thing. Uh, the Steve Gomez Memorial butt plug of the film. This this freaking movie. I, have, I thought there were I thought there were a million butt. There were a lot. I narrowed it down to just three. All right. What do you got? Uh, Barry Otto is shake. Okay. Uh, Nancy Everhard as Sam Leary, a.k.a. female cop. Yep. And Louis Gossett Jr. as Detective Jake Berkowitz, a black man. <laughs> All right. Can you can you explain again the definition of this? So a butt plug is the person in this film who is really just tasked with moving the plot along or asking the right question that the audience is thinking in that moment. Like, so we say Steve Gomez, because in Breaking Bad, Steve Gomez's job is every time Hank kind of solves something, but because the movie is so ridiculous... You have to be like, I don't know if that can happen, Hank. And then it's proven true, right? So, oh. Well, the only the only one that, like, uh, the one that, that really, like, felt it to me, I don't think it quite fits that definition, but tell me if if, if this feels right. Uh, in the very, in, towards the last, like, in the end of this, the end of the movie, in the towards the last sequence, when uh, Jacob Berko, it's a black man, uh, shows up to Nakatomi Plaza, and uh, I just love getting all these wrong, by the way. These are great. The elevator repairman? Fuck. Okay. You're right. Okay. Can... Literally, the elevator in the chat. repairman felt that way to me. Literally, I just went to find that. Because in my notes, I wrote down. Uh, I wrote down. Where is it? I think I wrote down elevator guy at one hour, 15 minutes. Like about one hour, 15 minutes. And I just slacked you guys. Or slacked you. I just. Uh, slack, if you want to be a sponsor, hit us up. I just uh, Skyped you guys the. Um, uh, the the time coded YouTube clip of that yeah because of that dude this of that dude this is the other this is I was like is he the best actor is it like, him I loved that guy where which he this I believe dude, he says elevators can be temperamental sometimes 
Yeah, he's yeah. basically like, hey, what do you want me to do? Ele- the elevator's broken, and he's just like, hey, what do you want me to do? Elevator's going to be elevators, Is all he right? a freak show or a butt plug? I think he's more of a... I, I don't know. What do you think? I think I think he's more of a freak show than butt plug. That's fine. Yeah. I just... I needed yeah. to talk about him. Yeah, he needed to get mentioned. I, My yeah. apologies. Okay, so, so butt plug, I think you guys settle... I think... Detective Jake Berkowitz, a black man, should get it. I'm fine with that. I, his I job so. fits, yeah. That fits the Gomi, the Gomi archetype. Okay, now we have a little bit of trivia. Thankfully, it's mercifully short. Yeah, it's pretty. There, yeah, there's not, not much in this movie. I got a couple of fun things to talk about that I'm going to put in there. One in the Marvel universe, its de- designation is Earth five eight six two seven. So they have want nothing to fucking do with this. I, I saw that wow. it's like in the in the sixty thousand range. They they're way down there. <laughs> uh, it was rumored. So, Dolph Lundgren. so the current Marvel, the current Marvel Cinematic Universe has this. It's like they have they right? have they've addressed this, and it's so far away from everything. It might as well not exist. It is, is it is saying. a billion million miles okay. away. You never have to worry about it. You know. All right. You never right. have to worry about right. it. Wow. You worry about the six one six and the Ultimate Universe, and that's really about it. It was rumored Dolph Lundgren tried not to sleep to achieve the look of Frank Castle. Oh my god. That tracks hard. That tracks really hard. And the only other option for uh, for the choice of Frank Castle is Christopher Lambert, who starred in the Highlander film. Okay. All right. That's really? yeah, we're in the eighties, uh, so yeah, okay. Now I decided instead of going into further trivia about this terrible movie, let's do a little more Punisher stuff. I I, I just said like he looks like he makes sense like look wise from that time period, right? Like he looks like a Punisher. Like I could see yeah. that it would be looking at him too. The look was there. Was he in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, every, they just throw him the skull. Yeah, he's also in Mortal the original, which we gotta cover the original Mortal Kombat at some point. Now I want to tell you guys about two alternate versions. Not even alternate. These just happened to him. Versions of Frank Castle. So Frank Castle, as we alluded to earlier, has become a pretty controversial character because of the whole merciless yep. killer stuff and, you know, shithead <laughs> cops and alt-right and militia groups adopting his logo. So they've right. kind of yeah. trying to rebrand the Punisher for a while. One of these includes Frankencastle. I've heard of this. I have heard of this. So this occurred during what was called the Dark Reign when Norman Osborn took over the Avengers and started replacing all the heroes with villains who just co-opted the look. Now, in this time, he, Frank Castle was just playing on murdering all these villains. And they're like, we need to take this fucking guy out. So doing this, they assigned the new Wolverine, a.k.a. Dokken, a.k.a. Wolverine's son. Where in which he decided to hunt down Frank Castle and cut him into little itty bitty pieces. Just just chopped him and then threw him in the garbage. Chopped his head off, cut his arms off, sliced and diced him, fucked the Punisher up because he couldn't deal with the, you know, the healing factor bad boy. But thankfully for Frank Castle, life... Yeah. Had a different plan for him. Morbius, the living vampire, found his body and decided to rec- resurrect him as Franken Castle. Comics oh are good. Oh my god. I don't know. Comics are good. I don't know what you're talking about. Comics are great. And if you look at your screen, this Franken. is where our boy came to life. Oh, comics are great. He is. Franken. It, this is one of the best options they want to bring him back into the MCU because he can lead a, a very fun team known as the Legion of Monsters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is so much fun. Wait, you're talking about like a Halloween special episode? Yeah, let's do it. No, I'm yeah. saying main MCU, yeah. baby. Have him team up with Captain Marvel. <laughs> phase 5, <laughs> baby. Frank Castle is one of the most fun, dumb runs you'll read by Rick Remender. It's just very goofy and very weird. Now, I'm about to give you... All now, right. you think this is a pretty insane take on the character, correct? I would say so, is that yeah. f- Is that fair to say? Yeah. Ethan, would you yeah. agree with this take? Yeah. Now, then, yeah. I have one more yeah. that can that completely annihilates it. Frank Castle... I, I was under- going to say, I feel like you're leading me towards an even more ridiculous one, but I would say that, that a Frankenstein Frank Castle would be the most ridiculous thing I could think of. The only thing more ultimate than a Frankencastle would be uh-huh. if you can't uh-huh. if you couldn't stop him at all. And what's the, one of the most unstoppable beings in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe? That You're right. The Ghost Rider. Do you know who 
was more unstoppable oh. than Ghost Rider. The Cosmic Ghost Rider. I did oh know that God. this happened. I did I... know that this happened. Yes. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Now, would you guys like to know the origin of the Cosmic Ghost Rider? Yep. I see a baby Thanos, so what am I looking there at? There is here? a baby Thanos. Let me... During the hero's last stand against Thanos, the Punisher was hit in the head by the debris of the building the Hulk was thrown into and died. His soul subsequently being sent straight to hell. Willing to give anything in order to punish Thanos for slaughtering his planets, the Punisher signed a, de- a demonic deal with Mephisto to become the latest Ghost Rider. However, when he returned to Earth, Thanos was already gone and the planet was dead. The Ghost Rider then spent the next countless years alone roaming eternally looking for his vengeance where he couldn't even do it even mephisto fell silent to his calls and began to lose his mind he goes even more nuts frank castle until one day galactus having been devastated by thanos is, is left sheltering on earth until he discovers the new ghost rider where in which they make a new deal where in which the ghost rider agrees to become galactus's herald get, imbuing him with the power of the cosmos wow so he's Silver Surfer and Ghost Rider. The Silver Surfer. And Punisher. And Punisher. Until this time, when Galactus okay. and, and Cosmic Ghost Rider go to team up to take down this Thanos, and they realize they can't even beat him until this Cosmic Ghost Rider betrays Galactus and then becomes the behest of Thanos, who then, be, then he turns beheads Galactus as, as payment for him. During this time, uh, Thanos is on his quest to be with his one true love, which is death. And he realizes yeah, yeah. he can't do it because Thanos needs to die. But Thanos at this point has gotten so powerful he can't do this. So, in which Cosmic Ghost Rider is tasked with using the Time Stone to go back in time to kill our beloved baby Thanos. Wait, I thought this was just a joke in Endgame. No, this is real. He's sent wow. back in time by Thanos to kill a baby Thanos. But guess what? Frank Castle's soul still remains somewhat and he can't kill a child. And therefore, he is now a intergalactic bounty hunting cosmic ghost rider with a baby Thanos in tow avoiding death and Thanos and fighting across the universe this is this is ringing a vague memory like a very vague memory of learning about this that comics are great I don't care what anyone says comics are great this was written by the great Paul Shear of uh, how did this get made made fame of course isn't this similar to to what old man hulk or like isn't there something isn't isn't uh, uh in the old man hulk punisher or old man logan where, where where we find old hulk isn't isn't ghost rider like the 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 bodyguard of 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 old thanos in that universe too is it the same timeline or am i just something like that something yeah. like that there's a there's a bunch of different ones but that's that's the gist of okay, cosmic right. ghost rider it's a fun comic book run by paul <laughs> yeah, sheer yeah. so I'm other fine. than that we also have a mo- we have movie Gami again, Kevin, because they say the title of the film in the film. That is five yeah, straight. That is five straight. Yep, yep. They they have they have said the name of the movie in the movie. Yep. We've said wow. the name in the movie wow. in the movie. It actually happens a lot. It really does. It, it, it really does. I yeah. So Kevin, now all I have to do is we have to replace the movie. Ethan, did you enjoy being with us for this fun time for this, watching I, this? Movie? I I did. It's it's been lovely. Thank you for thank you for uh, allowing me to join you in this it's, in this quest. It's. It's great to have you. Absolutely. Now, before uh, we go, I'm going to need to replace Dolph Lundgren's The Punisher, which is how I'm going to refer to it from now on. But before we do, um, I, I last time I did lose lose my uh, 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 entire rolling privileges. Um, <laughs> we're, al- we're alternating now. We're alternating now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when we started, right? I said stat- statistics are weird and weird things will happen, right? Yeah. Like that will just happen. Um, I didn't want to be proved right immediately, but here we are. <laughs> so we've rolled seven times now. 
since, since we like started doing this remotely, we're about to do eight. I personally yep. have rolled six times, right? Yeah. Four of those were fours. That's so good. That's wild, right? Okay. I rolled That's one so time good. and I rolled a six. I did, I did some math. I did some math. Yeah. Would you like to know the, the odds of that happening? I would. So the odds of, of rolling of rolling uh, six D10s and at least four of them being fours is 0.12%. It's You are a very impressive man, Kevin. It's The thing is, you do have to look at it from a statistics standpoint where how many, like when you roll this many dice in your life, weird shit is going to happen including this. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not that far out of the realm of possibility. But all I'm saying is, Sean, I'm sorry. You should be. <laughs> I will say, sorry, buddy. listen, this is still, if we're ranking these movies, I, I this is not the worst movie we've watched. I enjoyed no, this. No, not at all. Not at I all. enjoyed this more than Bullets of the Head and Terminator Salvation. Oh, I think it stays at a four. I think a four is appropriate, but like, it's hard to quantify. Cause like, if you go in looking for a bad eighties action movie, it's a 10, right? Yes. Yeah. But it, it like, it, but you're looking at it's like as an objective movie, it's horrible. It's horribly made. Like it's just, oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. terrible it's, in that in that regard. It's a mess. But like, in terms of quality of enjoyment of this film, it puts it right there as a four. What do you think, Ethan? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I think I, I will leave it at a four because I think it is just so not good that it needs to be under a five. But it's it's also enjoyable. It's also like a fine 80s action movie if you want to watch an 80s action movie like if, if you're just in the mood to watch like horrible one-liners and like 80s action movie bullshit I'd tell you to like if you want to watch really bad ones you could just like even watch the Expendables movies right like I, I don't right, even there's right. a lot of stuff from there's a lot of stuff that this movie gets wrong even for that very specific taste so I'd, I'd leave it at a four yeah I think that's good I, yeah. Sarah, I wouldn't give like a this is a 10 in terms of 80s action movies because like Bad 80s action movies that really work, I would say, is like Commando's a 10. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. So I think it's fair to keep it right there as a 4. But, Kevin, now we need to replace our... All right, you want to read off those six options. Now, if people haven't listened before, we're going to roll a six-sided die to replace our four. Our current ones are The Huntsman, Winter's War... Never seen the first one. Spy Kids 2, (laughs) Island of Dreams. Seen it a million times, love it. Rain of Fire. (laughs) Yep. This is what I'm hoping. If if you roll Rain of Fire, uh, when you roll that four, I would like to. Yes, uh, exactly. Ava, Doom, mm. and Pixels. Yep. Do you, oh my do you have a D6 or am I doing this? One? You have, you still have to do the D6 rolls. I don't. Oh, have right, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Right, here we go. Now of all these, I kind of I want either Huntsman Winter's War or Doom. Those are the two I'm looking for. I want Rain okay, of Fire, okay. baby. I want Rain of Fire. That's a four. That's Rain of Fire. No, Kevin, yes. it's Ava. <laughs> No, that's Ava. You son of a that's bitch. Ava. Damn it. You oh, son of a bitch. I was reading upwards. Damn it. I was reading upwards. Fine. I know, you motherfucker. Oh. All right. Ava's our that's new rough. four, everybody. Yep. Kevin, are you proud so, of yourself? Proud of yourself, young man? No, not at all. You get to roll the D10, though. If you roll a four, that'd be really funny. That would be okay, really I funny just, if I also I was, rolled it. I was, I was just going to ask if you need to roll. Uh, yeah, if now we roll the uh, the next movie. So that's the case, Kevin. I don't trust Sean at all, so I better see this live. I do. I will, I will roll live. <laughs> Kevin, can you read off our top 10 for everybody now? All right, our current top ten. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, uh, one to ten. So we'll start with the worst. The worst is one with Catwoman. Ugh. Two is Cats, which can't wait. Uh, three is Amazing I guess Spider-Man that is two. technically better than Catwoman uh, because you can get some enjoyment out of it. It's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Listen, Ethan, wh- these are these are these are issues, man. They're they're, oh, they're no, not. I'm, I'm it's all, not an exact I'm all, science. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it myself. I'm like, what I which I, I I still haven't seen cats, and I have seen I Catwoman. So I've all seen right, twenty right. minutes of cats. Three is Amazing Spider-Man. Two, yeah. four is Ava. Five is Frank. Uh, six is Oblivion. Seven is Con Air, baby. And then mm. eight is Drive, which we'll never roll. We agreed we'll never we'll roll. Never, we'll never, never get that eight. <laughs> Uh, nine is Skyfall and ten is No Country for Old Men. Now, Kevin, I have all these. Which was the one you'd most like to watch? Right now, I would like to see Con Air. Con Air sounds good. I've said that a lot. I'd like to see Con Air. Now, even even out of those ten, which is the one of those you'd be most likely to watch? Oh, Con Air, a hundred percent. I I do love Arnold, but but boy, do I love Nick Cage. <laughs> okay, Kevin, are you watching me? We're about to roll. I am. Yep. yep. Okay, I won't lie to you right now. I have uh, what's the what's the, what is it called? The adrenaline rush. I'm so scared and excited. Oh, you sh- you shaking? <laughs> yeah, shaking yep. it. Ready? Kevin, can you see what I rolled? I can't. No. I'm sliding it. I can't. I'm gonna pull my thing down because I rolled a ten, Kevin. Woohoo! No country for wow. old man, baby. You son there of a bitch! Look how easy that is. You see how easy that was for me, Kevin? You rolled a six the first time, all right? Calm down. <laughs> Still better than fours. We are watching No Country for Old Men next week, everybody. Uh, you, great... get to hear me, you, hear me, you get to hear me gush about a great movie. Just, we get to talk about just a good movie now for an hour. All right, great. Have you, Fun. What's, is this the, I mean, obviously, this is the highest you've rolled, but what's the second highest? Like, no, have you, we, have we you rolled a ten before. We did, Mad, we did Mad Max Fury Road a couple times ago. Oh, right. Okay. All right. So, I mean, th- good things can happen to us. We have yet to roll sure. a one, a three, an eight, or a nine. Or a five. Uh, or a five. What was the one? What was the uh, one the that you fi- the, We didn't roll it. No, we have yet to roll a one, three, oh. uh, 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 eight, or a nine. The seven Got and it. the five were when we were together way long ago when we did Dark Knight Rises That's true. and X-Men Origins. Um, yeah. So, of this current run, we haven't rolled a seven or a five either. And we're never rolling an eight. That is the one thing we're fairly certain. Like we we kept saying we wanted to see Drive, and like we're just never going to roll it. And that's the thing happen. too is all future one of the eights are like the best movies to do. Like they're all perf- they're so much fun, but we can't do them. So I know. Here we are. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening so much this week. Uh, please, please, please give me a follow at Big Bear Six Three on Instagram. Check out Knowledge Daddies on YouTube. It's my fun YouTube show. The entire what? season should be by the time this is out there. Uh, do you, you want people to follow you guys? Where can they follow you? No, I got nothing. No, I'm a I'm a lame working stiff that is a nine to five. So you can try to follow me on Instagram, but I'm private, so I'll probably ignore you. Well, there's that. All right, everybody. We'll see you next <laughs> week. No, co- no country for old men. Thanks, Ethan. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.